0: We are back on the big wake-up call, AM 1280 WBIG. I'm Ryan Gatenby, and it's time for my next guest. He's a popular comedian, you know, from shows like Whose Line Is It Anyway? And he is uh, coming to town, the Batavia Fine Arts Center, Friday night. He's bringing his colleague, Brad Sherwood, and we are going to visit with Colin Mockery. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Hey, Colin. How are you this morning?
1: I'm very good. How are you?
0: I, I'm pretty good. I'm on uh, I'm on zero sleep. But uh, are, are you normally an early riser on a typical day? Would Would you get up early and and, and call up radio stations?
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, if they ask me, I, I just don't do it on a whim. But uh, yeah, I'm usually up around six or seven. Uh, get the day started. I, I don't really sleep that much.
0: Do you ever have to go on uh, on morning zoo type radio shows with uh, with with the the wacky radio host, and then they make you do bits with them?
1: Oh, sure. All the time. <laughs> Nothing better than six o'clock wackiness.
0: You got the fake deep voice guy, and then there's the laughing guy, and then sometimes a girl who does traffic and, the, and then she giggles. <laughs> yeah. It's a full
1: bodied team.
0: <laughs> uh, Colin, as we mentioned, you're coming into town uh, along with uh, Brad Sherwood. That is Friday night at uh, the Batavia Fine Arts Center. Uh, so, what kind of show are you guys going to be doing?
1: Uh, we like to say it's sort of a live version of Who's Line without the tall guy and the black guy. <laughs> it's pretty much uh, a lot of games will be familiar to fans of the show. Uh, every scene starts with suggestions from the audience. Uh, we have audience members on stage with us for about 80% of the show. Oh, nice. So it's even more interactive than the TV show, and it's just uh, wild, goofy fun. Now, I saw on
0: your website, and I really like this, under your your frequently asked questions, you guys felt compelled to state over and over, that uh, the show is, is truly uh, 100% improvised. Do you, do you really get people thinking that it's not? I, why, why would they buy tickets for your show and then, and
1: then doubt your improbabilities? That's the question I have always had. Uh, you know, Before this, we start the show, I always say, or peop- are people out there who believe that you know, we got advanced notice on Who's Line and don't believe it's actually true. And uh, if we get about 25% of the audience put up their hands. And they say, well, why are you here? Right. Um, so then we make it our mission to prove to them that there's no way that any of it can be scripted, although some people will just never, uh, never believe it. I, I've actually had volunteers on stage say, all the others are plants, right? <laughs> I said, well, why would we take a chance on the one loose cannon, you? And also uh, having people, you know, planted in the audience, it costs money and we're both incredibly cheap. Well, it's
0: not as if it's a a comedy magic show and, oh, this is just all misdirection and sleight of hand, but really they know everything that's about to be said uh, before they say it.
1: Exactly. And, you know, everybody improvises. Our entire lives are improvised. We've just actually honed it a little to put it on stage to entertain people.
0: But but are there improv groups out there or are there groups that would take a suggestion from the audience and then shoehorn that into a a pre-scripted scene? I don't see how that's much fun.
1: Exactly, and I think you just hit the point on the, uh, the nail on the head. The reason we're doing this is, for us, that's the fun, to have absolutely nothing with a suggestion from the audience somehow make a, a, a funny scene. Um, yeah, well, what would be the point? Why not just do a sketch show? It, you, know, you could get just the same kind of audience for a sketch show, but it, for us, the fun is walking that tightrope of failure and success.
0: Exactly, and sketch shows are great, but you're absolutely right, and and as an audience member going to an improv show, yeah, it, it's, it's you know, of course, I, I want to laugh, but part of me is, uh, and I'm just such a, uh, a comedy nerd, is I enjoy seeing the, the creative process at work. I kind of enjoy uh, you guys playing off of each other, and, like, I really wonder where this is going to go.
1: Yeah, I always say to the non-believers, to why don't you transcribe a scene, even, like, from whose line, and then read it? It makes no sense. You could never even do it as a sketch, uh, you know, for the final half of Saturday Night Live. It truly is of the moment. It was, uh, the scene came from that suggestion, whatever Brad and I were doing at that particular moment. So um, just believe us, and we'll have fun.
0: <laughs> That's actually a great idea to transcribe that and, and hand it out as pages, and you would look at that and like, this makes, yeah, this doesn't work yeah. at all for me.
1: Yeah, try to do this as a sketch and try to get last from it. It, it will not happen.
0: Now, are you guys uh, just just going out there? Uh, Do you do any, like, exercises in your downtime? Do you do do any kind of warm-up before you go out there? Or at this point, are you guys just uh, ready to go?
1: Oh, God bless you for thinking we put that much thought into it. uh, (laughs) No. Yeah, at this point, it's just um, going out. You know, we've been touring for 14 years now, so uh, we're really comfortable with each other. And part of it is... um, just getting out there and, and doing it because um, you can never, you can't really uh, work on anything. So we usually just sit around and, you know, play cards and, you know, talk about the day, just try to get into a, um, a mood where we're open to anything that happens and just feel confident enough to go with whatever's going on.
0: Yeah. Obviously you guys, you guys know each other very well. And, uh, and certainly there, there's got to be that hundred percent level of, uh, of trust on stage that you will follow each other um, wherever you're going. Um, but, uh, you know, what, what, what do you do? Do you still continue to, is there a way you can still surprise yourself at this point? Uh, you know, certainly there's, there's new topics, there's different thought processes you're bringing into it, but uh, I imagine it wouldn't be much fun if you're like, oh, I knew exactly where he was going to go right there.
1: Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I would say probably 80% of the time I know where Brad's going to go, but, um, there's those times where I go, well, I don't know what this is about but you follow along because you trust that person you know we've uh actually worked about 20 years together so when you're on stage and you have nothing but each other um you have to build that trust quickly or it's just not going to work so uh we follow each other uh quite quickly we have a lot of fun Uh, a lot of times we're actually trying to screw each other Uh, Okay, I wondered. I wondered if
0: you you would deliberately throw in uh, something just to see if uh, where where he would pick it up.
1: Yeah, every time you know, every once in a while you try to make things a little more difficult because you don't want to get into oh, I'll give this sort of uh, information so that maybe he can repeat a joke he did like three years ago. You're always wanting to sort of um, provoke and make things interesting for your partner.
0: Now have you spent a lot of time out in uh, in the suburbs of uh, of Chicago do you get different kinds of suggestions from a, a suburban audience versus like a, a city audience?
1: Uh, no uh, you you would think so but I mean I, I think the most popular suggestions we get, no matter where we go are gynecologists and proctologists <laughs> really Every time we ask for it those are the like the first two and we've always said, we are never going to do a sound effect scene about a gynecologist <laughs> or a proctologist, so please stop asking. We're not going to do any kind of a scene. Because people get excited, and then you think, okay, you know what? I'm going to do that. And then about 30 seconds in, they realize what a horrible mistake they just made.
0: Can you tell right away when you go out on stage I'm like, oh, and, and find in the audience, and maybe this happens more at, uh, at a stand-up show than, uh, than a, a straight improv show, okay, there's the guy who thinks he's funnier than we are, and he's going to try to have uh, the most ridiculous suggestion.
1: Yeah, there are sometimes times you, you see that there are people who are uh, trying to take the audience away from you. I mean, we're walking a fine line because you know, uh, stand-ups always fear hecklers. We're actually asking people to shout things at us, true, <laughs> because we need it. So, uh, we're trying to find that balance of yes, you, you, we we need you to yell things, but that's it. Now, now, just stop and watch and see what we do with it. So, it, it's uh, sort of an interesting uh, balance, trying to keep the audience involved and in a big part of the show, but also having respect for us and what we're doing.
0: Maybe this is uh, also more stand-up, but did, do you have people watching your show through their? Uh cell phone, and, and, and it's driving me nuts that, uh, A, I, I, you know, I don't want uh, the comedian to have their, their material blown, but what happened to enjoying something to, to pick up the, the energy and the atmosphere in the room, and we're enjoying this, a shared experience as a crowd just between us and the performers? Why do, why do we have to put a screen in between us when uh, we're trying to watch a show?
1: It is a very odd thing, and I, I don't understand it myself. I mean, we, we don't come across it that much, but every once in a while as you're doing a scene, you're watching someone film it, and you think, what? But you're missing <laughs> so much. Uh, the beauty of the live show is, I mean, Whose Line comes very close to um, portraying what an improv show is, but there, there truly is no substitute for that live uh, electricity, the, the feeling in the air, and the, the fun between the performance and the audience. And so to put something between that really sort of dilutes the experience. I, I hope this, this is... A passing phase
0: now do you guys have any uh cool merchandise uh that you're selling
1: no oh see you're not professional in any way
0: you got to get on that especially for this show i i would somehow try to get something that ties into the chicago cubs without any any copyright infringement
1: <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure the cubs would be open to that because <laughs> <laughs> boy no you, problem you, at all people just
0: you know Colin plus Brad plus Chicago baseball or something generic like that, and I think people would uh, would snap those up.
1: All right, I'm, uh, I'll have my lawyers look into it.
0: <laughs> uh, Colin, where do we uh, where do we keep up with you and uh, and find out where else you guys uh, will be and uh, what you're doing?
1: Uh, we have a website called um, originally enough uh, Colin and com, uh, and that usually has our, our schedule. Uh, so it's it's been good. We're sort of slowing down for the year, but we're. Uh, we're doing. We're shooting more Who's Lines in the uh, in February. Oh, nice! Um, we just got back from Ireland, and uh, I got to say, we uh, the touring. We've been doing it for 14 years. It's still, I think, our first love. We we really enjoy doing it. So we're looking so forward.
0: And that's uh, Colin and Brad at the Batavia Fine Art Center uh, this Friday night. Well, Colin, it was uh, it was great to talk to you. Thank you uh, so much for calling in today.
1: Oh, thank you so much, and thanks for the uh, Cubs idea. <laughs> All right, and
0: I I need no cut of that. That's 100% yours.
1: Oh, I wasn't even thinking about that.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Colin. Thank you.